Hey there! It looks like you found yourself between two tablets, where we connect people and technology in an ever-changing world. Stick around, you just might like what you hear. Hello and welcome back to Between Two Tablets. We have quite a full house today and I'm so excited to get to have a roundtable discussion with um, some leaders in different areas across the company and learn a little bit more um, overall about what we are and, and what we're about here. So welcome everybody. Thank you guys for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Yeah. Right. So first off, let's tell all of our listeners and viewers who we are, um, what our role is, and maybe how long we've been here. And I want to know your favorite color and why it's wow. your favorite color. Matt, we'll start with you. Well, thanks for getting around us and appreciate this. Yeah. Uh, my name is Matt DeBerry, managing partner, uh, one of the managing partners here at TechCycle. Um, and uh, my daily job is to do a little bit of everything. Uh, focus <laughs> mainly on sales uh, and some marketing, but mostly on sales from that standpoint. So, And my favorite color, I'm gonna go with blue, it is blue, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> The question of why, I don't know why. I've always liked blue and uh, the sky and, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna go with that, I guess. I, and, you know, but I really don't know why, but it's always been blue. Okay. And most other people here might say black for some reason because of my shirts, but uh, sure. outside of that, blue. Do you own a blue shirt? I do own a blue shirt, okay. yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I think I might have one in my arsenal. Gotta mix it up every yeah, once in a while, right? Yeah, yes. That's awesome. Yes. All right, Nate. <laughs> Well, I'm Nate Campin, um, operations manager, so my day-to-days are kind of crazy, similar to Matt, help out a little bit um, everywhere that I can, um, and then buyback also falls under me, so I think that's what I'll be talking about more today. Yeah. Um, been here since October of 2018, so coming up on two years, and my favorite color is also blue, but I do have a reason. It's because I have a couple of sports, <laughs> sorry, a couple of sports teams that uh, utilize the color blue, and I think it, it looks great. And what sports teams are those? Uh, the Cowboys and the Royals. Okay, I can I can relate on one of those, but <laughs> not the other. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Born into it. All right, thanks, Nate. Monica, you're up. I am Monica Casanova, and I am an account manager here. Favorite color is green. Similar to his reason, I enjoy nature. <laughs> oh, good. So it's just refreshing, and it promotes healthy eating. Yeah. So Absolutely. that's my reasoning. Awesome. Been here about seven months. Cool. Thanks for coming, Monica. Hey. All right, Miss Holly. Uh, well, I'm Holly Papari. Um, I'm the sales manager, um, and that involves doing sales and you know making sure things are running like they should be, bringing on new customers, keeping all of our customers happy. Yeah. Um, my favorite color is purple, and I don't really have a good reason. Just like the color, <laughs> I think it's fun. That's good. All right, and last but not least. And I'm Christy Cole. I'm on the business development team, and I sell our services to our customers. Very so, well. My favorite color is black oh. because it is the most dominant color, <laughs> and it also goes with everything, and it's very slimming. So good. And you're doing a great job of playing. Yeah. I didn't even plan this. I think I might want to switch mine to black now. Oh yeah. The slimming part. Right. Yeah. If your favorite color is black, automatically loses 20 pounds. Thank you. You know, I was going to say black, but I didn't have a good reasoning for it, which mm-hmm. I didn't for purple either, but. Yeah. No, black mm-hmm. is the end all for me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, for joining us. So as I said, um, we're going to kind of dive in just really high level on each aspect of this business and um, get to know a little bit more about what we do. So 
most people know already that um, we are a device repair company. So that's kind of the, the, the bulk of who we are. So let's start off talking about that aspect of repairs. And um, Christy, if you want to give us just kind of a high level overview of what that looks like. Yeah, so we offer repairs. Great. <laughs> uh, essentially mail-in repairs for the most part. Um, it's a pretty quick turnaround. We get devices back within two to five days to our customers. Um, we work with schools, different types of businesses, um, HVAC companies, construction companies, things like that. The cool thing I think that sets us apart is that our customers are able to um, directly correspond with the technician that's working on the repair, Yeah. Um, which I think kind of brings them that next level um, service. Sure, it gives them that real-time like feedback on yeah. where their device is at in the repair process, when mm -hmm. it'll be back in their hands, because we know that that time is crucial a lot yeah. of times. We repair a lot of different types of devices. I mean, iPads, MacBooks, laptops, Chromebooks, pretty much any. Yeah, nice, <laughs> awesome. Um, so if there is a customer that, um, like let's say maybe sends in a device to us that you know they need it back right away, you kind of talked about that quick return time on that. Um, so is there any more uh, from that standpoint of like how we do that so quickly and get those devices back in people's hands? Is it just the efficiency of the process? Is it our techs are awesome or kind of a mixture of it all? I think it's a mixture of it all. And yeah. I think Holly has some color she'd like to add <laughs> to that process as well. Sure. I can touch on that a little bit more. Um, yeah, we definitely try and keep it right out of right at about a week um, from it leaving their hands to getting back in their hands. It's super important. Um, I've said it before, but this should be the one thing that is seamless for them. It's not something that customers should have to worry about, yeah. um, which is where kind of that whole tracking comes into it and being able to see exactly where those repairs are in the repair process. As far as the turnaround time goes, a big part of that is we do have designated people um, in each section or cycle of where the device is moving. So we have designated intake people, we have designated people who do specific repairs and who do them really, really well and are very efficient at them. Um, so we have an iPad person, we have a MacBook person, we have a Chromebook person, and then we have designated people who are doing QA and shipping and making sure that those um, go out in a timely manner. And we just try and really make sure that wherever someone is working, they are they know that area very well um, and they're yeah. very knowledgeable in whatever department and whatever job that they're working on. Absolutely and that turnaround time is crucial especially in today's world when so many people and so many organizations and schools they're relying on these devices mm -hmm. to continue to function they can't go without them for weeks at a time so that's that's an awesome added up value to that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so that's kind of the, the repair side of things. Now, um, let's dive into the, the warranties that we offer and um, talk a little bit about those if you want, Holly. Yeah, of course. So we have two different kinds of warranties. Um, we have one is called the ProTech Infinity Plan um, and one is called the ProTech Plus Plan. So my favorite is the ProTech Infinity. Um, I think it's a great um, plan for any customer. We sell it a lot in a school environment. So the way that that one works is we provide a case along with a warranty. Um, they protect all of their devices for however long they have them in circulation, so that's typically four years. Um, it's an upfront cost. They cover every single device, and then they can send it in to us for repair as many times as they want. Um, the great value with that is that case that we provide, and we partner with a company called Brent Haven, um, who's very well known in the education industry. Um, it's great because 
usually people are already purchasing a case when they buy a device. Sure. Um, so we just kind of tack that on with it, covers their device for as long as they have it in circulation. They can send it in as many times as they need to for repair. Um, there's no additional cost there. It still provides that same level of service that we do with our regular repair clients where they're still able to track all of their repairs. They're still getting that same turnaround time and that same level of customer service. Awesome. Um, the other plan that we have is the ProTech Plus plan. Um, that was really great for devices that are already in circulation or devices that don't necessarily need a case, like Chromebooks, um, phones that they don't necessarily want a real bulky case for, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, that one is based off of a specific incident rate that we use, which is 20%, typically um, a little bit lower than that that we see in corporate and in education. Um, so that, again, covers all their devices that they have in their fleet, um, and then they can send devices in up to that 20% incident rate. Okay. So if they have 1,000 devices that we're covering for them, um, they can send devices in 200 times. Uh, no fee. Once we get to that 201 repair, then we do start charging a small incident fee. Um, it's usually quite a bit less than what it would be for actually the uh, whatever repair we're doing on it. Sure. Um, so it still saves them quite a bit of money, but um, they're still able to get everything covered and still have that same peace of mind. Yeah, and I on the first one, I know you talked about um, kind of the set cost, which mm -hmm. is probably super helpful when it comes to budgeting. Sure. And if some of our schools or the companies that we work with, if they're trying to set a budget for the year, I mean, you can never pinpoint exactly right. how many screens are going to crack throughout right. the year, right? So that's probably a, an added value as well, just being able to plan a little bit better for that. Yeah. It absolutely is, and a lot of other warranty companies, too, they start charging that incident rate from repair number one, um, yeah. which is a really great feature that we have where they're not having to pay so much up front for Sure, that. sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And it protects their devices mm -hmm. and, and keeps them safe, and we get them back quick. Yep, absolutely. Very nice. Okay, thanks, ladies. Um, so now let's kind of shift gears um, to talking a little bit more about our customer base and who all we connect with. So um, Holly and Christy mentioned, you know, schools and organizations, but we also help a little bit bigger than that, too. Um, so I'm going to invite Matt and Monica to speak a little bit more on our enterprise footprint and, and then the retail side as well. Yeah, very good. Yeah, from the enterprise perspective, we do look at things a little bit differently where we're working more with um, a lot of big box retailers or insurance companies, uh, things of that sort that we can help them uh, with repairs. Or insurance companies, we work with several of those where they can send devices in because they don't typically do repairs sure. for their customers that damage. They sell the product, but they don't do their own repairs. So we help to manage that process. Okay. From the retail side of things, big box retailers unfortunately are struggling today and the challenge is that they're trying to drive more customers into their store. How do you do that? Offering a repair service for phones and tablets right in-house there. Sure. So a lot of uh, big box retailers are looking to that model to help again, again increase more revenue into the store. Yeah. So how does that then kind of translate even further into like helping those retailers survive and, and even just like sustain those jobs and sustain that traffic coming in and out? Um, what have you seen from that front to kind of help that growth? Well, again, it, it, it's another avenue for them to reach out to their current customer base because, again, you have to, in order to survive in the big box, we'll call them brick and mortar, right? Mm -hmm. 
it's just a struggle. You're dealing with Amazon, you're dealing with all these other companies that are doing a lot of shipping, and a lot of big box retailers have shifted to do that, right? Yeah. They, they offer both, and but they still want the brick and mortar location, and they want to offer a service that not everyone's offering today, sure. right? And again, as we know, everyone in the world has a phone, multiple <laughs> of them, yep. and you can't live without them. Right, you leave your house and you forget your phone. You turn around, you drive back home, and you get it. As mm -hmm. soon as you break your phone, the same thing happens. You got to get it fixed somewhere. Where am I going to go? Well, these big box retailers have a really great name for themselves. You know, they've been out there a long time. They have loyal customers, and again, they're looking for them to to be able to offer extra services. Yeah. And this is being one of them. So absolutely, it definitely helps drive more traffic um, into their stores. Um, shopping while you're getting your phone fixed. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go get some whatevers and come back and my phone's gonna be repaired and or my tablet and ready to go. And you move on with life. Move on with life, exactly right. That's awesome. Yes. Um, and I know we've uh, dived, to, uh, dived into a little bit of even kind of that training aspect of helping some of these stores right. um, do that in-house. Um, so Monica, maybe you can speak a little bit more to that and what yeah. that process has looked like. So we kind of step in as, like you said, like the trainers of for these people to do the repairs in store um, and for instance say we're all about convenience these days and options so we are also offering the opportunity for people to mail in devices directly to us kind of like as a third party white label I guess you'd say it yeah. um, but we for when we're launching a say a company to do those in person um, repairs then we will go in train those people up and um, just kind of assist along the way and then we're also those people who if they need further assistance, they don't know how to get through something, they can just FaceTime us or video call us and we can just help them through that. And Absolutely, and that kind of aids in what Matt was talking about, about still keeping that business alive in their store, right. but offering that extra support if yeah. it's needed and when it's needed. Yeah, right. and it, eventually, I think it'd be nice if people could go to a certain place, get what they need to get done at that certain place, and then just out of convenience, have their phone or device repaired there as right. well. So. Like I said, options, convenience, and not much waiting around. You're not at one specific place and thinking like, what am I supposed to do at this other, Absolutely. you know, this and half, whatever, so. Yeah, and it's great yeah. at those places too, because like you said, you don't have to necessarily wait in line. You can go do right. what you need to do while your phone's getting fixed. Right. Check out, you're good to go, and, and your phone's great too. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, I think that's such a cool aspect of this business too, is helping on such a big scale, especially mm -hmm. like Matt, you talked about the e-commerce world and how that's changing a right. lot of the ways that people shop and, and interact. Um, so it's cool to have an impact on that side of things too. That's yeah. awesome. As Monica mentioned, the, the, the mail-in piece is a huge for us also. Again, it, it's a convenience factor. And phones, people need them day to day, but there's a lot of other devices that you don't need your hands on all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's inconvenient sometimes to go into a location, have a technician talk to you about what's near, what needs repair, then you have to wait for it and come back to that store and everything. We ship you a box, you ship it to us, we ship you the box back, you never leave your house if you don't have to, yeah. um, and get a device taken care of. So it's, it's a huge convenience factor. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. that's really cool. Um, awesome. So that kind of wraps up the enterprise retail side. Um, so last but not least, Nate, let's hear about this buyback thing we've got going on. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Now, buyback's crazy right now. I mean, the world kind of stopped and everyone's in their houses, so technology's become, you know, more important than ever and access to, you know, inexpensive, <clears throat> excuse me, inexpensive technology, um, you know, from the selling side of the devices is good for companies, uh, virtual school. Um, families that need to put their kids through virtual school, yep. things like that. 
Um, and then on the uh, buying side and requiring the devices, uh, companies and schools are cycling through devices faster than ever, you know, almost every two years. So they need a, you know, a sustainable outlet for those. So we'll take them on, you know, we'll keep them out of landfills. We'll make sure they get all their certificates and certifications that they need to, uh, you know, show that data has been taken care of, um, that it's not in a landfill, that sure. it's been repurposed and uh, gone to, you know, its next life, if you want to say that. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, that's kind of the high level concept of it. Our process is pretty simple. So if you have kind of like a closet laying around of extra stuff, let us know. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get a quote put together for you. And even if you don't want to go through and count it yourself, we can come pick it up. Um, we can, you know, send you shipping labels, shipping boxes get them in-house and, uh, you know, get them all processed for you, let you know what you have and what the worth is and kind of go from there. If any negotiations need to happen, that'd be kind of where that would go down. Mm -hmm. And uh, we usually give people an idea ahead of time about what they're going to be receiving, um, especially in bigger lots. So sure. that's pretty much the uh, long and short of it. But if you have any specific questions about buyback, I'd be happy to answer them. Yeah. So um, I know we've got a million one boxes over there. Do you have an estimate? I'm curious on the number of <laughs> items we've gotten so far. Uh, in, in the last couple of weeks, we've received a ton of accessories and it's been, I want to say north of a hundred thousand pieces. Um, that's not devices. The devices side is probably, you know, it's a, it's a few thousand and it's growing, you know, every week we find new customers, um, mm -hmm. new people that need, you know, this service and, uh, on the flip side too, we're finding more and more vendors, wholesalers, um, you know, charities, nonprofits, people overseas and different countries to just move these devices to, yeah. uh, make sure, again, make sure they're not in the landfill, make sure they're, you know, we're doing the, you know, economically responsible thing and environmentally conscious thing with them. So, um, that's kind of like the, the big purpose of it all. Uh, it's been super fun. It's a process learning the industry. It's, <laughs> it's a wild industry. Uh, you meet, you know, some fun people in every kind of corner, uh, nook and cranny out there. So, I bet, yeah. I bet. <laughs> so um, the biggest value, what would you say out of the buyback process? Is it the, um, you know, keeping them out of the landfills? Is it saving our, you know, the customer's money, getting money back in their pocket so then yeah. they can kind of refresh their cycle, what would you say is the biggest value? Um, I'd start with saying it's to each his own, you know, whatever the customer, uh, that particular customer is, you, you kind of need to see what they're looking to get out of it. Sure. Um, I would say more often than not, it's the money back in the pocket. Yep. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's always a fun part. Um, and we, you know, as far as I know, and as far as I've compared to, you know, competitors and stuff, we do a great job of putting the most uh, money back in their po uh, pocket as possible, so. Absolutely, yeah. that's awesome. Um, gosh, we've pretty much hit on every aspect of this business. Obviously, there's a million and one moving pieces in all of these, but um, I just think it's cool to be part of all of this and, and get to see all of these wheels turning and changing every single day because it really does. It's crazy. You walk in these doors and it's something different, something new, something exciting yep. um, because that's what the tech industry is, right? Like it's constantly changing. Nothing's ever going to be the same two days in a row, so right. it's exciting. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much um, for joining us again today. And uh, make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. And stay tuned next week for another episode of Between Two Tablets. Thanks so much, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Bye. <laughs>